We're good. Okay, you're gonna good, you're gonna start now. Good and good, not. Good Tuesday morning, everyone. Afternoon. Good Tuesday. Good. Hey Wednesday. guys, it's uh, no longer Monday. Yeah. Monday it's all downhill over. from here. Yeah, yeah. This week is just flying by. Honestly, unless you're going uphill, then it's all uphill from here. And then it's uphill. Yeah. Oh, cool. sorry. Playing footsie over here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How's it going, dude? How was your Monday? Uh, solid. Yeah. Completed it. Good Monday vibes. Good Monday energy. Did Monday things. Woke up and, you know, just was like, all right, let's 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 do it. Well rested from the weekend. I think that was just like the fact that I came in well rested, and it just it, it just helped my Monday go. And now I'm ready for Tuesday. Tuesday is going to be good vibes as well as we start out this morning. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So nice, yeah. nice. Yeah. yeah, I I definitely I definitely didn't roll into my Monday quite as well rested. Um, was pretty tired most of the day. Yeah, it was not a great Monday. Ah, uh, that's rough. I ate Taco Bell Sunday night. Uh, I saw. And that was a really bad idea. I saw Taco Bell. I felt terrible most of the day. I thought about getting Taco Bell at lunch. Yeah. For Monday. I was was thinking about it. I didn't. Yeah, and then you went for a bike ride instead. Good for you. Yeah. You saw that? I saw that. Uh, I wonder if I can hide my bike ride notification so you can't see how many miles I'm putting on. I've thought about the same thing too, but what's the point of that? Yeah. To be honest, yeah. I really don't check my activity very often, so I don't even know who's writing or whatnot. Yeah. My kudos have not been going up. Yeah. If you don't know what we're talking about, guys, we're talking about Strava. It's an app. You can see people's rides and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's pretty great. So. Yeah. You're three miles behind me. Am I really? For yearly totals. Yeah. No way. I did not know that. Yeah. You're pretty close. Yeah. That's just consistency, mm-hmm. you know, just going consistently like two to three rides a week and it helps one ride a month maybe yeah yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> i had a really good ride on um a really good ride on saturday which mm-hmm. was really fun i kind of mimicked that today but a little bit faster yeah so. nice yeah it was good nice i remember like you know one of the cool things about riding is you just you realize how much when it sucks you just gotta keep on going mm-hmm. because when it's good it a good ride I don't know. There, like, if you have a good ride, a truly good ride, it makes you want to ride every single day the rest of your life. Yeah, like a good bike ride. It's, One of those like it's just, it's just the right vibe. It's fast. Right weather. It's cool. Mm-hmm. It, it goes well. Yeah, you have a good ride, and it's that's kind of that's the ride I'm I'm you know striving for. Striving for. What's it? What's it like when you do drugs first? You're chasing the dragon. Once you t- once oh. you have that good ride, you just try to chase the dragon. Yeah, I wouldn't know. I tend to leave dragons alone. Yeah, got dragon energy. I'll tell you that. It's a good Tuesday dragon energy. Yeah, no, I, it is. You, yeah, you strive for the once you hit that good ride, you strive for it. But then you go through a lot of ups and you downs. You have some bad rides, and you're like, I don't know if I want to keep yeah. doing this. I hit. It was a, a hill. There was this a, a massive hill, and it was. Not the one on the vine. Mm-hmm. It was a totally different hill, and the wind was going against me. It, no, if we're being honest, Mount Pumpkin, like the Pumpkin Vine Hill, yeah. is not a hard hill to ride up. It's very gradual. It's the one side where you do a lot of climbing. It's pretty long, and the other side is super short. Like that is not a tough till, yeah. hill to ride up. Yeah, like there are so many harder hills on roads to that are that are much more have a higher grade. Like you know, what I mean, yeah, yeah. 
Yes, I do know what you mean. Even um, though I've struggled up and down Mount Pumpkin it, Vine plenty of times, yeah, there are like on real roads, there are plenty of way harder roads. For those who hills. aren't from Goshen, there's one specific mount. Kind of, it's called Mount Pumpkin on the Pumpkin Vine, and it's a pretty. I mean, it's a hill. It's a hill. It's just definitely but, a hill, but it's not. And it's not anything like crazy. It's not a pretty any, average hill. It's a great hill for Indiana, Northern Indiana. Go anywhere else, and they still think it's just a flat, nice, you know, average ride, <laughs> zero elevation. So. Yeah. Like, if you went riding on any other road, you would have to ride up and down 10 of those hills. Yeah. So, you, you were riding uphill and into the wind. Yeah. yeah and it was kind of near, I'd probably say, the last four miles of my ride in a 16-mile ride. Mm-hmm. And so, you're already tired. And yeah. um, I was just like, oh, this is where it's the rough. But the worst part. And, you're, you know, you're in the lowest gear possible. You can't go any lower. So, I just, you know, bit my tongue and went harder. Ooh. It was good. Didn't really buy my tongue, but you know what I'm saying. Like uh, I just was like, mean. "This is where it's at. I gotta go got, now." Got down on your drops and just pedaled it out. Yep, yep. And it was nice. Nice. It was nice. Nice. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I actually like this. This is what I like about about riding. It's it's it pushes you to do stuff, and I appreciate it. The way you ride, absolutely. You ride like you never have to ride back anywhere. Yeah, I go hard. <laughs> you just I do. You send it. There's never. Uh, I've thought about this a lot of times, and I don't know if I've ever said it on the podcast. Um, but if we were Lord of the Rings characters, I'd be Frodo and you'd be Samwise. <laughs> We'd be in Mordor, and I would be saying Tim and Sam, like we we need to save some water for the return journey. And we'd go, I'm sorry, Mister Frodo, I don't think there is a return journey. <laughs> Have I ever shared that with you? No. Oh no, that's I I oh, think about so that. Sweet. I think that about is... that every time we ride. Like Tim yeah. and slow down, we gotta get back. You're like, no, no, there is no, no return journey. Yeah, it only gets harder from here. I kind of want that though. I want it to be difficult, uh, and I, you know, because I like pushing myself. I just you can you can ride in a way where like every ride's terrible. Like I don't want to punish myself. I want to push myself, but I want to punish myself because yeah. I want to be able to get on my bike tomorrow and ride more. That's true. That's true. But I'm gonna be able to ride longer tomorrow because I pushed myself today. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. That's the thought. Who yeah. knows? Who I knows? Just, the Who mental knows? aspect of it. Hey, we got some uh, social media interactions. I love it. I love that the people are actually sending us stuff. Um, and so I just want to let you know that we're cutting ties with our sponsor because he has a TikTok. <laughs> and we don't do uh, – we do not do business with the Chinese. So, John, I'm sorry. I'm just kidding, John. We no, definitely do. We definitely do. We love the fact that you have a TikTok, and we love the fact that you are a young entrepreneur. Um Golf Lessons with John on Facebook. He'll analyze your golf swing, give you the tips. He won't do it through the app Pro Golf, but he definitely will do it at his driving range in Bowling Green, Ohio. Ohio. Yep. Every so, time I want to say Kentucky. I do too. Uh, so he's he's a good dude. And uh, go go ahead, and he's supporting our podcast, so go ahead and drop him a like on Facebook and support him. Regardless his of where you live, he'll be able to help you with golfing, whether it's – you know, through some some online coaching or in person, yeah. wherever you're at, he's he got help. you. He can help. Yeah. Yep. And he says uh, his confession is he loves TikTok. Um, oh, John. It's okay, John. I would love to know, John, what you think about the fact that I, I think right now uh, I heard Microsoft's going to buy up TikTok. How do you feel about all your data, messages, pictures, thoughts, emotions? thoughts <laughs> all of those going to microsoft instead of china how do you feel about that his uh username is jackie bs 
J-A-C-K-Y-B-S-34. So go ahead and follow him if you have one of those Chinese communism apps. He'd love to have that follow. Oh, oh my. Yep. So Was that, did you have any, was that... Was that the social? There's one more. Oh, That's okay, from Aaron. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Ah, yeah. Uh, so I, 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 like I said, love the fact that people are tweeting at us. I think that's so cool. Um, I think about when I watch, you know, sporting events back in the day when when there were sporting events, or I would you know watch a, a live TV show and you go on Twitter and people are actually commentating about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, even the political debates. Oh, you know? for sure. Do and, you remember classes in college where you would all sit on your laptop during class and just and tweet about talk stuff? about the professor and people behind their backs on Twitter to their faces? Yeah, I do. I didn't do that so much, but I remember watching it specifically, like certain chapel events or whatever. But yes. those made those the, events the live tweeting. The live tweeting made those events events legitimate. And so to see the social media interaction happening now it just makes me feel like Tim's podcast slash daily content is legitimate. So I really appreciate that. Yeah, I really. If you uh, if you want to tweet while you listen to us, just uh, do tweet, it. Do it and hashtag live tweet it. Yeah. yeah, live tweet. Take an ambient. Say whatever you feel like. The the art of the live tweet is really and truly lost. Yeah, yeah. I think everyone's trying to craft their social media presence, and it's it's not good. It's not good. So Aaron says, why did the coffee shop get labeled racist? Maybe you could dive into that more. It's a great question, Aaron. And then he has a second part to the question. I, so I think the reason why he got labeled racist is he commented the owner of the coffee shop, which yeah. is Embassy Coffee, uh, did an anti-mask demonstration. Um, and then they started getting attacked, kind of. And he, I believe on his personal account, I could be wrong, I dive into it a little bit. Uh, Facebook is a cesspool, so I try to only stick my feet in every once in a while, and then I just completely get out of there. But um, he said something about Black Lives Matter, the organization, as it's not being like pro-family or pro- mm-hmm. pro-black man, or just kind of some of the things that people have been saying about the organization, and therefore, because he's not part of the Black Lives Matter movement, he is racist. So we well, could break that down. That's probably going to take a lot to talk about. Um, you know, black lives do matter, but the organization itself is a little iffy. I don't, I don't know if Aaron is asking uh, that details about, about that. I think he's asking about what did the cough, which you're explaining. Yeah, I don't think you need to you, go I, into that. I don't think you need to make a stance yeah. on. I don't need differentiating really the, the. I'm not really sure what I think about all that whole situation. Yeah. Anyways, it's just it's getting just, the lines are blurry. So therefore, because he put a line in the sand. He's racist. And so I don't, me personally, I don't believe that um, I've met the guy and talked to him and he employs a diverse amount of people. His coffee shop serves a diverse amount of people. His personal views are his personal views and he's welcome to have them. He doesn't support non-ethnic uh, like coffee. Yeah. Like stuff's like fair trade. Yeah. They do a really good job of ethnically does, sourcing their does stuff. Does a lot more than some of you guys do. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So I don't know. It's so not not any of sorry not not you guys as an our listeners. We're talking about we're the talking Goshen about just other people who yeah 
post lots of bull crap on Facebook. Yeah, they were talking about how much just they would rather drink Folgers. And I'm like, well, do you know how full how bad? How do you feel about is? child slavery? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it's like you can't win. You literally can't win. I don't know. It's just like once you start canceling everything, you you're gonna get canceled. And so I just really hashtag cancel everything. Cancel Let's everything. Cancel everything. I'm so podcast. cool with that. Yeah, I, I'm Let's... ready for this. I think every we'll just we'll take one fake woke issue a week and cancel it. Okay. All right. I'm down. We got um, so tweet us your fake woke, uh, fake woke, woke. issues. Yeah, or, we'd love to. Yeah, just f- dissect it and put our own spin on it and cancel it. Yeah, let's let's Adam ruins uh, wokeness. He said, "This is also from Aaron. Did you hear about the Noblesville parade where a dance company performed a performed a song by Hairspray? Pretty poor taste to choose that song instead of other songs from the musical." I didn't see which song. I did not hear, but I honestly, I did not hear about it. Um, and maybe this is the start of, you know, cancel everything. I'd love to know a little bit more detail. I got to do some research on that. Yeah, uh, for sure. What what song from the musical I think Hairspray? it's probably the one where they all come together and walk. I, I've watched Hairspray like twice. And I remember at one point they're all like yeah, walking really together and like, I would assume enjoy. it's something. I thought it was all good. I like John Travolta, and you know, I've it was not, it was not bad for a musical. Um, yeah, I'll let's let's just say, let's just say, Aaron, we're gonna kind of come back and take a look at what what was tweeted and uh, or what was done, and then we'll we'll take a look. Yeah, so. if if there are uh, places where we can find the details about this that yeah, would save us some time that you know cool. about offhand, like a, a local publication posting a story about it. Like a Stacy's page back. or an Ink Free News yeah. link. We'd love to read those Facebook comments. So, yeah. All right. So, I told you I had a little bit of content before we started. Do you want you want to hear that content? I definitely do. You can want I, to go into your can I, no, no, no. My, my thing will take uh, seconds. Do it. Do it. Uh, speaking of engagement, here's a prompt for you guys to engage with. I was talking to my coworker the other day. And she mentioned doing some sort of spring cleaning kind of activities. And she mentioned flipping and rotating her mattress. Oh. And I said, Susie, I have never once flipped or rotated my mattress. She goes, really? I said, yeah, I know I should. I just don't. I've never even thought about that. And she goes, you definitely should. I said, yeah, I know. So listeners. So you get the use out of your mo. Interesting. Well, if you flip it and rotate it, it spread. It's like rotating your tires. Yeah, it's supposed to spread yeah, the like wear said, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, listeners, if you rotate or flip your mattress, let us know if that's like a normal thing you do on a monthly or quarterly or never basis. That's such an interesting thing. I've never, I never even thought about that. Yeah. I also am someone who needs to buy a new mattress because the last mattress the last I got one I had was, was free. Yeah. 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 Yep. And the one before that, and the one before that, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. I keep telling myself I'm going to buy a nice, expensive mattress. And I keep on doing yeah. And I just never do. Procrastinator. Okay. All right. So for this for this topic, I want to talk about the fact that we've all heard of toxic waste. We've all heard of toxic masculinity. Absolutely. But what is toxic waste? Is that what we're (laughs) talking about today? No. No. Okay. But have you have you heard about toxic positivity? I have not. And why you should cut it out. Let me read this uh, post for okay. you. Toxic okay. positivity can look like this. I'm worried about my future. And then there's an answer. 
This is toxic positivity. Worrying about worrying won't fix anything. You need to think positively and put good vibes out into the universe. That's toxic. I feel like the same. Like this. No, go ahead. Go ahead. It's just exhausting to live in a world where people hate me for existing. But most people are good. And you need to focus on the good guys. Just remember the bad ones. You just remember the bad ones more. That's toxic positivity. That's not very good. I've never heard. That's terrible advice, period. I feel like the same person uh, who would warn you to stay away from toxic positivity would also be someone who was toxically positive. Like, coining the phrase toxic positivity sounds like a very toxic positivity thing to do. Yeah. Right? Here's another example. Okay. I'm going to be sick for the rest of my life, but they could find a cure tomorrow. Don't think so negatively. You need to stay hopeful. Hope is the best medicine. Stay positive. Here's a plus one. Have you tried yoga? That's pretty toxic. Is this a real thing? This is a real post uh, liked by friends of ours and shared by friends of ours and liked by over 200,000 people and posted uh, four days ago. I just wish I could hear a non-ridiculous version of this Uh, because I'm sure there is like you need to be realistic about things i believe um like if you're a religious type of person and you are needing a job i've heard this used a lot i'm just waiting for god to provide me with a job yeah i've heard that a lot and people use that as an excuse to not go out and look for a job you think toxic positivity is like excuses in a way maybe i have never thought of being positive as toxic and the fact that they're just saying this they, they said instead you what basically let me sum up what they say i think you, you need to think, be honest some of these statements sound like they're maybe a little bit dishonest yeah they say you may think you're being encouraging but you're just shutting down meaningful conversation about someone's pain and showing them you don't care enough to listen yeah that's what's wrong about toxic positivity why wouldn't you just say that why wouldn't? Why do you have to have a bunch of terrible? Like, stop playing footsie with me, Tim. Why do you have to have a bunch of terrible examples that don't really make a lot of sense? Yeah. You could have just said, "Be authentic with people." Well, I think this person does art and also puts messages to art, and I think that's kind so of so they should have been better at this. <laughs> like, if if they're someone who illustrates concepts in an artistic kind of way, seems like they could have found a better way to yeah. to uh, explain themselves here. I, I, this is my question. Which is worse, toxic positivity or toxic masculinity? Only someone riddled with toxic ma- masculinity would ask that kind of question. Only me. someone riddled with both would ask those questions. I don't know, dude. There's something really true to not worrying about things you don't have any control over because the amount of time your brain space uses to worry about those things. And the fact that the probability of them happening are very low. It's like you're just using like literal resources of yourself to worry about something that's non-existent. Where you could use those for things that are better. Or like that's a really focused good thing to do. And I don't think that's toxic. I think that's actually really good for you. If you have a healthy grasp on what uh, your abilities and skills are. Because in order to not worry about things you don't have control over, you have to know what you do and do not have control over. Yeah, everyone has way. the ability to do that, though. No, some people have no freaking idea. They do. They, I think that they have. No, this so, is my toxic positivity thinking that they could get out of the situation where they can understand who they are. Like, I don't think we are all built 
Like, I just think this might be in a way for an excuse for someone to continue to feel bad about themselves. Some, some victim mentalities are very entrenched in the in the the people, the personality that. So you don't people, think there's any freedom from that? I think I think it takes a lot of work, but I think some people don't just off the bat like you do have a healthy orientation when it comes to what they can and cannot control. Yeah, I will say I don't think I just got this naturally. It's something I've worked towards though. And I think it's that definitely nurtured. Like if you grew up in a healthy environment with people who are willing to teach you healthy concepts and, and things like hard work, it's something that develops naturally. But but some of it, the stuff that I've learned is from pursuing it myself. Like the concept of not worrying about things in the future is something I learned like three or four years ago by reading a book and listening to the principles and realizing, oh, this is something that's happening in my life and then going and changing that. So that may be nurtured, but that was also learned. That might have been something that's happened in but my But how past. did you come about deciding that you needed to learn that? Because uh, I'm like, I'm worrying yeah, about we, a lot of we stuff. We need to save this for yeah. We're okay. going way All longer. Right. <laughs> Listeners, guys, you get what we're saying. <laughs> <laughs> enjoy have a great your, day. Enjoy your get... Tuesday. Yeah, bye.